0: Hello welcome to FinTech Impact. I'm your host, Jason Pereira. Today on the show, I have Munir Falula, CEO and co-founder of Pulse. Pulse is a challenger bank, but a challenger bank that is specifically partnered with companies' HR departments to help enable their employees to have a positive banking experience from the moment they get paid. And with that, here's my interview with Munir. Munir, thanks for the time today. Yes, yeah, thank you for the call. Very happy to be here in the show. Excellent. My pleasure. So Munir Falula of
1: Pulse, tell us about Pulse. So basically, purse is an online bank for the gig workers uh, that provide any basic like uh, uh, bank services such as credits, such as uh, bank statement, etc. But with a specificity, which is that like you pay uh, when you enroll into the bank service, you get paid instantly. So when today, when you work online, basically you get paid seven days after that you deliver your service. For example, when you work for Uber or like for any platform, with purse we have like a. Enough data data to, uh, to pay you instantly. So we push the money in your bank accounts, and you we get the money off your uh, job platform later. Excellent. we will come back like to that in a
0: while and the logistics of that. But uh, before we get started on that, tell me about the history of Pulse.
1: Yeah. So basically, um, one year and a half ago, me, I built like a startup who was more like a, oriented to a career to help people to be financially dependent by getting a high career, I would say. And I, with my co-founder, with like my best friends, like since uh, 10 years, with, uh, we met in the same engineer school, engineering university in France. We met together because we wanted to, to build a startup that have a huge impact on the world. And uh, me coming to, from my first startup and my co-founder, he worked as an early stage for Crude, like, which is like one of the biggest health tech in Europe. Uh, we decided to build like a, this uh, banking solution for people. And uh, when we me, what I noticed is like when I was working as an investment banker, basically when you're an investment bank, when you are like a client of an investment banking, like, said, like family offices, corporate, or like a, a high net worth, when you have any financial issue, just go to those big Goldman Sachs, et cetera. And the all time try to find like what's the most trendy solution to your financial problems. And by seeing this, I imagine that this was possible like just for the normal people. So that was all the beginning of the idea. And with that, by looking to people, to the new worker generation, you well, notice the biggest problem today is like since like we moved to the online world, like basically every people get delayed for their payments, which is pretty crazy because for hundred thousand years, like usually you exchange coin when you deliver a service, today this coin doesn't exist. So from this moment, when we move to this digital world that's not very tangible, everything gets slower, and it's crazy that today you need to wait seven days just to get you your money, which is awful. And this was the beginning. And quickly, we start to get uh, incubated by Antler, which is like one of the famous incubators in Europe. And after that, we get funding from IPX. And now we get funding from the French tech, which is like a government fund. And now we're building like the... the we, built, we just launched the app on the Apple Store and uh, Android. And we're doing that first cohort when we push the money for people when they finish their job. Which is pretty amazing because now we detect when someone finishes job and then we push the money. And
0: shortcut competitive for seven days. So, okay. So yes, the entire, why did it take seven days to move money when everything else in the world is instant problem? I've seen this many times before. So let's talk about that. How did you solve for that problem? Are companies like giving you a float? Are you basically just extending credit? How are you facilitating money yeah. getting to the employee's app from day one?
1: Yeah. We looked at different solutions. Honestly, we looked at, even at some point we was looking at blockchain, but what we noticed, like we wanted to come back to something very sustainable and like, work very well. And we came to the basics, which is we just push the money before to get it in the kind of a CLNA system. So basically, when a freelancer finishes his mission or the gig workers, we push the money on the bank accounts and this create a credit for the, not for the freelancers, for the Uber company or like the job platform. And then basically, when the job platform like deliver the money like in seven days, intend to deliver the money in seven days into the bank account of the gig workers, they deliver the money into our bank account. So basically, no one sees anything. We just, we come in the middle and we just like create liquidity in one side to the other side. Hmm. We just like bring like, we kind of a liquidity supply chain or liquidity pool for this gap. And we lower the risk basically because we focus mainly on a big job marketplace who already paid the user for since long time.
0: Fair enough. You're basically you know, going to the Ubers of the world, the ones that are better known. Uh, but talk to about yeah. the liquidity. So you're providing a liquidity pool in the middle there? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay.
1: It's, so- it's kind of this, yeah. You can see it like this. Even if you're like partners, like basically we have a network of uh, credit institutions. Mm-hmm. when we get the, the money. But basically like, we are like kind of a, bro- a, a box that come in the middle and start okay. to
0: push the money automatically. Okay. Cover this gap basically. All right. So and in particular, I mean, one of the things that intrigued me was that, you know, your approach, I mean, there's lots of different challenger banks out there, neobanks, yeah. whatever you want to call them, your specific targeting of or your specific attack vector was to work with HR partners to try to yeah. basically get involved with the companies. So I mean, that makes sense. So what is your what is your pitch to them when you basically go to them besides your your employees get paid faster? Or is that enough for them? <laughs>
1: Yeah. So as you said, like we have like a fintech a strong fintech part, but we also like an HR tech pack because basically we are able to know when someone finishes the job. So basically, mm-hmm. we go into the open data to detect like when someone like I've uh, done his mission and that's all the HR tech pack. And basically, it's not what we notice like when we start at the beginning, like by talking to those HR companies and the HR softwares, Every people, like every gig workers, complain. To their employers, then they they get it's a time to get paid. All of them, when they notice that one, someone pay faster, they jump to one app to another. For example, there was like a battle between Lyft and uh, Uber in the U.S. When uh, Uber launched uh, uh, instant pay, just after that, Lyft launched instant express pay, and they jump from each other. And so quickly, like every job platform, notice that uh, for them it's very important to keep their uh, to pay in time because just to keep. You are gig workers in the in on the platform. Second thing is also when the gig workers have very good um, relationship with his uh, uh, customer. For example, uh, for a cleaner, who's gonna clean the same house like on a daily basis. Basically, at some point, she will jump out of uh, the platform and she will just start to get paid in, in PayPal. So, this quickly, the the those job marketplaces they notice that they have like a gap, like they lose like a, a potential revenue, and sometimes it's like three months, six months, seven months. So quickly, all just the job marketplace. They have like this um, instant pay on their roadmap, but they didn't manage to do it for simple reasons. Like it's kind of fintech, and it's they yeah, just need to try to build like a your expertise in fintech. They didn't manage to do it. They asked for the HR software as well. Just it's just like data management. So the HR software. So for like since 2021 to, to today, they have this roadmap. They didn't manage to do it. They tried, like, by talking to them and said, okay, now we have we have them ready for you. Just quickly, they tried, they wanted to try to test. And we get like, some big, big names, such as, like, Bamboo HR, we wanted to try. A planned day, uh deal was happy to test. We have, like, some big names, such as Amazon. So, but just, is like, this, the the thing is just, because for them today, it's impossible to keep, uh, retain your freelancers if you give them seven days of, of waiting. And that's the key uh, point. And the good thing is, like, well, we are very happy, is like they are, they are conscious about this today. Maybe it was not the case five years ago, but today they feel that it's more important for them. They well, are more makes, conscious about their workers overall well, with like the these
0: inflation. Are, these people are highly, I mean, like the, they're designed to be highly mobile. They can basically go between these jobs and vendors very quickly yeah. just by flipping apps and yeah. we're talking about essentially a commodity we're talking about rides so at the end of the day if they don't support what the other guy is doing and making it easy then they're going to lose people pretty quickly
1: yeah and they, they for years they're just like this power like okay we just like big so we don't care about those small entities but now by those people moving together one up it create like a very like a counterbalance and like a, a craving for this instant payment and also these crazy stories that i had is like for example what's the worst case is like for example, we have like truck drivers. Truck drivers, they they get paid between two months and three months, and they need to rent their trucks. They need to fill with the gasoline, which is crazy for them because it's a really low or middle income. So it's it's impossible like to keep like a, a tangible work marketplace by just like delaying people. It's really impossible for to keep it and to to keep growing, even to attract and keep growing. But it's good because now they start to have this feeling. It's not perfect yet. It's just like the. More advanced startups like are very uh to this, like the more creative. But even step by step, all of them have this feeling like, okay, now it's like inflation, people have low income.
0: Okay, maybe we need to do something for those people who just wait all the time. Excellent. All right. So I mean, you know, again, like, I think it's it's a relatively straightforward or a case to be made with these companies, right? Like they're looking for ways to keep their people happy, you get the money right away, you don't have to yeah. solve the problem. So I, I got to wonder though, like some of the bigger ones like Uber and whatnot, you know, there's concern. Would there be some concern that they get involved in this themselves or have you made it so seamless that there's no point for them to do them, to, to do this themselves?
1: Yeah, it's chooses it because the thing is like first, they, they already like use like HR software to do it. So the problem is like they don't own oh. the data payroll. It's not they, it's not they, I would say they hurt or they expertise. And after that, like the data platforms is not the expertise to, to push money to look at regulation, to know which license you need to have to push the money, when, how, how to clean a deal or construction. So basically it's like, it's not the, um, yeah, it's just not the expertise today. They, maybe they can do it if they are bought like a fintech company who have this expertise. But today, like each person like do what they do the best, like Uber connect people, uh, the HR software manage data. We push the money. It's like, every people like feel like uh, maybe long term, maybe someone will buy us. But at this stage, we really like people do the
0: like focus on what they do the best. So, talk to me about the HR software application part of this. So, you're plugging yeah. into an existing one, are you providing one from scratch? How is this working? So, there's two, there's two possibilities. Either you have already
1: like your HR software. So, usually, you are like a company with like a, more than 1,000 people. This we can implement to your HR software. Otherwise, if you don't have your um, own uh, HR software, we can just build the, the system on scratch. Because for simple reason, like we already have all the data, we have like some uh, scrapping tools that get into the account of, for example, the Uber driver, and we can know uh, exactly when someone finished or not. And basically, we partner with HR software for simple reason is uh, because it's in terms of experience is better because we can have uh, access to more people. etc. but at the end of the day, we don't need to have HR software's partner because simple reason, like since when a driver or like a user gets into their app. When they accept to share their, uh, their, um, uh, uh, their scheduling data, basically, we just have this information and then we can push on going. And we scrap, basically, we just keep on the every two hours, we scrap the, the stem so we have all the information. So it's depending about your size, basically.
0: If you are huge, we, we play with your data software. Otherwise, we can just build everything on Scratch. Excellent. All right. So you go in there, you basically integrate with them, and you basically help them make sure that they can facilitate this in time payment. Talk to me about the experience from the employee's side. It's just going to the straight to their straight bank accounts, or is it specifically to your? Is there no option for them to go elsewhere other than yours, and then they can transfer out? How does it work?
1: So um, yeah. So the banking uh, um, the banking is exactly the same as any bank. Mm-hmm. So you have all the. Fac- you have a credit card you have a virtual credit card you have yes. bank transfer You have bank management the money come first on the on this bank account so all the money that will be available on your bank accounts on the purse bank account mm-hmm. but if you want if really you have like one specific bank account that you really like you can all the time push ongoing but the entry the checking point is like the purse bank account and basically in the long term is to build because what we want to do is like really create to facilitate everything related to gig workers so the goal is long time, like you product everything for this for this bank account. You pay your taxes, you pay your, your credit, your loans, like everything from this and specifically dedicated for like gig workers.
0: Excellent. So, all right. So basically talking about the employee reaction, I'm sure they're all happy. You know, they may be like, oh, I got a note and I need a new app, but at least I'm getting paid daily. This must be great. And then they, then you got an opportunity to keep them there, right? So talk to me about uh, their initial reaction and talk to me about what you're doing to engage them going further.
1: Yeah. The thing is what's very important for them is that it's, Completely, I would say free and easy to integrate. Mm-hmm. And uh, it must be like really instant. Like that's what's the most important thing that people look that doesn't want to reduce to three days, they don't want to reduce, they reduce to instant to instantly. And things like when we, discuss, when we discuss with them or we do like a first like a testing or our first like a hundred users, basically as long as it's smooth and no one notices it, because basically you don't notice it, just you download the app and like the job marketplace, they say, they see nothing, they just say repay us like everything is smooth. So this, the, when we do our first try, basically, we're just happy that it work and it's keep, it keep like pushing and going on, on daily basis. What's more difficult is that like to scale it at this stage, because we are still an early company. But, uh, in long term, we are sure that we're going to manage to do it like at by 10,000 or like 20,000 people. But in short time, it's just like, they see nothing. Basically. It's just like a, it's just push and going, push like the employees out of this, of the value chains. So it's just like a, it just we see the data, they we push it, but they they, they just do, uh, it's just like uh, completely invisible for them. But they share basically what they do is they share the download the link. So basically they share the promotion of the of the app, which is pretty cool.
0: Excellent. So okay, so you've got this established. You got uh, you got benefits to both sides. Talk to me about where you see the company going next. Like, I mean, are you just going to continue yeah. to try to encroach, you know, capture more of the gig economy, yeah. or are other other verticals that might be of interest? I mean, I, yeah. I would think this might be of interest to conventional, uh, and, yeah. and like to oh, sorry, to at this part. I think this might be of interest to conventional employers as well.
1: Yeah. So basically, the goal when we start Pulse, the goal from the beginning was not only to bring gig workers, but the goal was to built with banking infrastructure to help people to be financially independent. That's the main goal. That's our main target, that's the North Star. Kind of like, a, usually I'd say like an investment banking for people or like a Revolut plus, plus, plus. Because today Revolut is like just a community. But the goal is like really to, you have any issue, like financial issue, like you want to raise credit, but you have like an unstable uh, income or you have, you have any like uh, finance problems. We want to have like a place when you just go and instead to look for the right product, we find the product for you. For example, with the instant pay, that's the case. The case is today you are not paid in time. Okay. That's your problem. You don't care. We're going to find some solution and we find some solution for you, which is like we push the money for you and find what we like, next time. So the goal in long time is really to be like this, I would say like a big infrastructure. So it's not necessarily only for workers. Today the the workers, as people who want to be uh, the more independent. And there's like 1 billion gig workers in the world. Plus, like, there's more gig workers. People are independent. As people work for for, uh, for non-employers because, like, employer thing is very something Western. But in long term as well, like, quickly we can do it also for like um, employees for a simple reason is like uh, some now there's this trend which is like people doesn't want to be some of them, not everyone, but like, there's like this new trend like people want to get paid daily. So this is possible as well. But the goal at the end is you to move this this structure, which is basically pay you taxes, uh, raise credit, Bring you cash back, find new way investment, like basically, like just like create like a kind of a you fam, your own family offices for you. Like about everything else, and you focus on your passion. You focus on deliver what you want to work in life. We focus on only the the final aspect, and that's the goal. To basically, because what we believe in in the Purse is that we believe that like human life is very exciting, and you can do plenty of things. You can do plenty of things. I used to travel. My co-founder is a uh, he's an MMA fighter. He like he like to do sport. Like and what's today like the finance aspect? Like even the admin stuff. It's very painful. So the thing is like we won't. No humans on earth like need to care about this. Just you do life. You do what you are the best and what you love. And uh, all the numbers are caring
0: about uh, automate like system and infrastructure basically. Like family services physics and this Excellent. All right. So I mean that's. Uh it's so a bold, bold vision. I mean, you're talking about you know basically <laughs> outdoing out a lot of the bigger challenger banks in, in the world. But I mean, I think your foundation with actually capturing information at the point of entry in terms of payroll is a is a real upstream advantage there. So I think that's uh, interesting to see where that goes. All right. So basically, before we wrap up, there's three questions I'd like to ask everybody to end on a positive note. And the first one is, if we have one wish for something you could uh, change in your company or industry as a whole, what would it be?
1: In the industry as a the- uh, yeah, for sure. Just like a, me, if I can change something in the industry, is like just it's impossible. There's so many actors to clean one uh, finance transaction. It's crazy. No one knows. Uh-huh. but like when you when you push one money to another account, there's like ten thousand people. It's really crazy. It's really crazy. It's not this coin that you change from one hand to one hand. It's like the thousand check, the government come, KYC, etc. It's incredible. Everybody takes a commission. Like it's in, we cannot keep going like this. We need to change. We need to be like. As simple. blockchain was like a really big dreams. I hope it's gonna come back. And some point, we find some way to make it profitable, like with like a financial app. But like, if we can just like push the money like an email, it'd be amazing.
0: It would be. It's funny. It's the old. Um, yeah. You know, everybody thinks like things that look simple are simple. No, things that look simple are often very complex in the background. Yeah. 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 Very crazy yeah thanks T yeah, crazy. anyway, second question for you. Um, it's what's been the biggest challenging in the company where it is today? The big challenge, I think for
1: us, but it's like more like in terms of culture. I think it's about internally, but for us, it's like to keep uh, going on the vision and to have fun on the journey. I think it's something like very uh, weird, but uh, because when you stuff take times to change. Take times like f- even we accomplish a lot of things in one year and a half, but when you look at the months, we are so impatient. We're like to do stuff. We want to get our first users. You want to, we want to uh, get our first uh, credit institution. We but it takes times, take weeks. It's like and just like the thing is like on the journey, we lost the at some point we lost the fun and everything become too much. Um, I would say uh, too much admin and like too much like a task oriented instead uh-huh. to our, like more like a human culture. And I think what we try to recreate now is like at the beginning we have a lot of fans. Now we try we have like new uh, employees uh, Now we try to react. Okay, guys, we don't achieve maybe things to right away, but that's just, let's let's like let's just have fun. Let's just like uh, enjoy the the problems, the failure, etc. And this was like such a key because it creates so much tension and emotions when you don't have what you want. So I think uh, and with working remotely, I think it kills the culture kind of. Mm. So for us, ongoing is really to, okay, can we create like a human, a a nice human experience, like a human holidays experience, like you are a team and you go to work out and you celebrate every small achievement, even not really the big achievement. How can we like, yeah, keep this like future, but like, it's a happy place. We have fun. Maybe we're going to reach it. Maybe we're not going to reach it, but just let's keep going and enjoy. Because at the end of the day, that's what's existed. Like, okay, one more day, What nice, one more cool day one more day that we did this, one more day that we did this, but not like this, like oh, one more day that we don't have this. Like it's, I don't know if it's clear, but like, it's just like this. Yeah. No, just it's, keep it's, it's a, a cultural
0: okay. aspect, right? I yeah. see. It's um, <laughs> moving towards something versus catching up in a lot of ways. And that can really, yeah. you know? yeah, yeah, no, it's it was uh, difficult. Yeah, that's interesting the most common the most common answer is always people right but I think deeper to what that is is what you just got to which is culture right how do you build a culture yeah. that's not just actually effective but enjoyable that people want to be a part of and are happy to go up to every day and that's that's uh, unfortunately that's a difficult task but it's, it's and no one teaches this no one in universities they talk about marketing sales
1: <laughs> but, but no one take okay how build a
0: culture like no one talk about this no, no one does. Finance. No one does. That is true. Like, like people Excellent. So last question for you uh, before we wrap up. And what is it that you're working on that excites you the most and keeps you getting up in the morning to keep on fighting the good fight of startups and entrepreneurship life?
1: Me, honestly, the idea, it's, it's, it's a too big idea and I will never know only the future will tell me if it's work or not. But just imagine a world when every people do what they love and not caring about their finance. This excites me so much. For a person like me first, I come from a family with lower income and middle income and I, my parents are from North Africa. And I see that all of them have this pain like just to work for working and not do what they want. If there is an app, like the same that now today when you want to uh, eat, you don't need to hunt. You just like, you have leader to do it for you. Just imagine that you focus on what you love and like all the money aspect is caring about like an automated family thesis or bank investment. This, like, excites me so much every day. And when we see it with the instant payments, when we see it with the credential that start to trust us, when we see that the, the big uh, company will start to trust us, like, just to imagine that this going to exist, that excites me crazy. And I think that's what, at the end, it's not about the code or about the color brand, or, like, it's really, like, okay, is it possible that we just, like, create a little bit more freedom for people? And if this freedom exists fully, like, exactly like the guy who owns a family offices, oh, for the normal people, it's crazy. Everybody on earth will have like a family offices. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's It's a big dream. Mm -hmm. It's a big dream. It's maybe difficult, super difficult. But just to imagine it is crazy. I find it uh, super uh, hippie, hippie, like a hippie environment. Like we just people do what they love.
0: Well, it's an ambitious goal and it's one that if you get close to, it's uh, probably very rewarding if you get close and miss anyways, right? So at the end yeah, of the day, yeah. right direction. Excellent. <laughs> so, Munir, thank you so much for your time today.
1: Yeah, thank you, Jason. I enjoyed this uh, moment. I hope uh, hope it's, it's going to be
0: further uh, Excellent. So that was uh, today's interview with Munir Falula, CEO and co-founder of Pulse. hope you enjoyed that. And as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever visiting your podcast. Until next time, take care